All right. So I'm just going to share a little bit of my personal sort of Thanksgiving story and just a testimony um, of what God done, has done in my life through the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, so before I start, I just want to pray. Um, Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for so many things. Thank you for, like we just saw, just every single thing in our life is worthy of praise and of thanksgiving to you. And we just ask now that you would be part of this time. Um, I ask for myself specifically that you would just um, speak through me and allow your words to be heard and not mine. Yeah, just we welcome you in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. I wish I was a better speaker and that I could have memorized this and spoken to you all like it was just off the top of my head, but it's not at all. And I've written it down and I'm going to read it, so I'll try to not sound like I'm reading a story. But um, yeah, a speaker I am not. Um, So rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for we know this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And that's from 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Um, Thanksgiving has always been a particularly special day to me. It's always been my favorite holiday, mostly because it's all about family and food and just being together. There's no gimmicks. There's no characters associated with it. Um, You just get together with the people you love, and you celebrate God's goodness. Um, And I always loved that, even from being very small. Growing up, my family was almost always the family in our larger family that um, hosted the holiday. And we usually had my mom's side of the family come, so there'd be about 20 people around the table eating and just being together. And um, we didn't all live right in the same spot, so people would travel a few hours and we'd spend the weekend together. And it was really, really a special time. Um, That's where my love for holidays with lots of people and lots of noise began. I think that the more the merrier on a holiday, I get really sad if it's just a few people sitting around on holiday. So I loved that growing up, and I still do today. Um, That said, the depth and meaning of the holiday has really changed for me and really deepened over the last 15 or so years. God has shown me a lot about myself and, more importantly, about himself um, as some sort of challenging things have come up. So the story is somewhat long and complicated, and I won't bore you with all of the details, but I'll just kind of paint a quick picture of my family history. Um, My mom had a chronic illness called Crohn's disease growing up, and she started to get really sick in her adolescence, and so through my whole childhood and family life, she was very sick and in and out of hospitals, and um, yeah, that was hard. Um, My parents were um, struggled with quite a few financial setbacks. My dad lost his job at one stage for over two years, and at that time, my mom was in and out of the hospital a lot, which meant we didn't have insurance, which in the States means you have lots and lots of medical bills. So that was a really challenging season, and my parents actually never really recovered financially from that. It was pretty huge. Um, So when I was in my early 20s, um, my parents moved across the country. We lived on the east coast of the states, and they moved over to California for a new and promising job that my dad had been offered. Um, And shortly after they got there, my dad started having all sorts of medical issues. There were sort of psychologic and neurologic issues and lots of calls to the police department and ambulance rides and hospitalizations, and it was all just very unclear and uncertain. Um, So that was just a challenging time for my family. And um, my brother and I still lived on the East Coast at that time, too, so we were quite separate. Um, So, yeah, that sort of had not fully resolved in September of 2009 um, when my mom got suddenly diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And so that was just kind of like the straw that felt like it might break the back of our family. It had been a long number of years. Um, And then that happened, and it was just very end stage, and they told us it was terminal. Um, So that was 
back in September of 2009, and my mom passed away um, eight weeks later, a few days before Thanksgiving in 2009. Um, Okay, sorry. So God has revealed a lot to me during and since that time. He's shown me that a thankful heart that's rooted in who he is and not in my circumstances is essential. It's easy to praise God when, when his provisions are evident and when our circumstances are good and when he's moving in miraculous ways. But it's more of a challenge when things don't look how we think they should look or prayers go unanswered um, and we wonder why. But the truth is that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's from Hebrews 13.8. I think the challenge for us as believers is to praise him in all circumstances and to look for opportunities to see his goodness, um, especially when things look like a big mess. If we aren't intentional about opening up our eyes and asking God to show us his goodness, I think we can be really easily distracted from what he's actually doing in the midst of that. The amazing thing about the eight weeks between my mom's diagnosis and her death was that God showed up all over the place. Um, There were countless times in those eight weeks where my family was just in awe of his provision and things happened that we could never have organized. My parents had only been in California for a short time, um, and so they had never really found community or settled in there. So when my mom got sick... um, They didn't want to be there anymore. They wanted to be back east where my brother and I were and where other family and friends were. Um, So within two weeks of my mom getting sick, we were able to move them from California back to the east coast, which just felt miraculous at the time. It was quite a juggle. Um, We were then able to sell my parents' house in California, and we found a place for my parents to live, um, which was really cool. We found them a house in New Jersey that was right on the beach. And the cost of that house being rented was paid for entirely by really dear friends of our family. So that was just amazing. Um, My mom had always dreamed of living at the beach, ironically, um, but she never had. And so it was just really cool because that house in New Jersey that we found was right on the Jersey Shore, as we call it. um, And she could literally just walk down and walk on the beach. And it was just a beautiful picture of God's love and knowledge of her heart And the fact that he wanted to allow her to spend her final days on the beach was so special because he didn't have to do that. You know, she could have just had a roof over her head anywhere. Um, But he knew her heart well enough to know that that was going to be so meaningful to her. And it was. And she just felt like that was just him doing something so special just for her. So that was really a beautiful thing. Um, Erin and I had only been dating for four months when my mom got diagnosed. Um, And she had been living in California, so she hadn't met him initially. But um, he was able to meet her, and they were able to spend a weekend together before she died, which was really special. And we still hold that, both of us, as just a really, really special thing. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in our circumstances sometimes and to wish that something was different and pray God would change things for us. And that's not a bad thing at all. In fact, that can be a really good thing. Um, I think asking him to move on our behalf is certainly something that we're called to do. Um, I think, however, we need to keep in mind that even if Even if he never, ever changes that thing, he's still good. He still loves and adores us so much that he sent his son to die on a cross. And that will always be reason to thank him. Even in the midst of confusing circumstances, the the fact that God sent his son as a rescuer for his people always provides a reason for gratitude. Um, And sometimes I think we need to take our eyes off of our current circumstances and have a more eternal perspective. And that can really change things for us. Change things for us. I confess I am an absolute work in progress in this regard. Erin can easily attest to my tendency to grumble and complain, to find a negative thing and just camp there. Um, I can start to convince myself that my children will be small and have no control over their emotions and argue forever and ever, and that will never change. And I can just 
go down that, like, this is it, this is it, this is my life forever. Um, and I lose sight of the fact that it's not just about today. It's about eternity, really. And those circumstances are certainly going to change. Um, I'm really convinced that the freedom to live a full life here and now, not just someday in heaven, but now, because that's what he promised, is found in part in a heart that's growing in the understanding of the depth of the Father's love for us. It was a love so deep that he sent his son to die so we could spend eternity with him. And as that understanding grows, I think we can't help but respond. If we could truly grasp the depth of that love, then so much of our striving would stop. We wouldn't have to perform. We would realize that the work has already been done. We're more loved than we could ever imagine. I think as we understand that more, our life is one characterized by prayer and by worship, not just coming here and singing songs on a Sunday morning, but really a life responding in worship to God, that everything we do is for his glory. So whether we eat or drink or go to work or care for our kids or live alongside our neighbors, just whatever we do, we have him in our mind um, and his glory. If I could really do that, if I could really keep that focus more of the time, I'm confident that my day-to-day would look different. I would um, experience his love and his power in more meaningful ways. So my church in New York City always had a Thanksgiving service on the Sunday before Thanksgiving, just like we're doing today. Um, It was a celebration of God's goodness, and it was really sort of everyone's favorite service because it was just a rowdy, worship-filled time of testimony and and of praising God. Um, The year that my mom was sick, I had been asked to give my testimony at that service. And because we were all New Yorkers and type A and highly organized, I had to type out what I was going to say and email it to my pastor two weeks before so he could have it on hand and read it through and make sure it was good. Much different here. Um, (laughs) So I had done that. Um, And ironically, my mom wound up passing away on the Saturday morning just before that service. So um, I wasn't actually in New York City that morning. Um, so I certainly couldn't give my testimony. I had written about God's amazing goodness and his provision to my family, all those miracles that he had performed for us in the midst of those weeks just prior. Um, And I said at the end of that testimony, I said that I really believed that Thanksgiving that year, Thanksgiving 2009, I really was going to be the most grateful I had ever been, even though I was in the midst of facing really the hardest thing that I'd ever faced. Um, And my mom died before we sat at the Thanksgiving table that year. But my pastor read my testimony that Sunday morning, and the truth is that every single thing I had written down was still true, even though my mom had died. Everything that God had done, the way he had loved and cared for us, the fact that my mom would spend eternity with him because of his love for his children, was no less true on Sunday morning than it was on Saturday when she was still alive. It was a defining moment for me to really recognize that. Um, Living out that truth has not always been easy. The death of a parent is hard. Um... There have been hard years between now and then. I won't say that choosing to believe God's goodness has made all the hard things not hard and just made it all roses and butterflies. Of course it hasn't. Um, Sad and hard things still happen, and that's always the case. But I do think that believing God's goodness um, is a choice, and when things feel very much the opposite, and when we make that choice, I think that does make all the difference. And I pray that when I now start going down that grumbling road, which I've said I'm very prone to do, I just pray that his spirit would impress on me the need to shift my thinking um, to gratefulness and to gratitude, because I've seen firsthand that when you do, it really does make a difference. Um, Psalm 95.12 says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and with song. 
Um, we're going to move into a time this morning where we each have a chance to just kind of reflect on God's goodness to us over the last year. Um, and I just challenge you to think about that and to think about maybe there's something that someone else would say that doesn't sound very good or it doesn't look good, but maybe it is God's goodness to you or maybe he's still doing good things in the midst of it um, or maybe things are really good and that's okay <laughs> um, and that's reason to, to celebrate and to praise too. So I just ask you, we're going to have some music playing and we're going to um, pass out some leaves if you guys could do that and some pens. And like Ezria said that the Goddards do, um, we're going to just write those things down. And I think there's power in that too. You don't have to put your name on it. Nobody's going to read them. It's not like that, but they're just small, but just a few little things or even just a few words that kind of indicate that you're saying thank you to God for this, for whatever this is, this circumstance or this thing or this actual provision or whatever it is. Um, and then as the music's playing, we'll just come, when you feel comfortable, just come and pop your leaf up on our tree. It's looking a bit sad, but we tried. Um, so yeah, just come and, and pop your leaf up. And then we're just going to move into a time of worship. And um, I hope that those things are on our hearts as we worship this morning. And I hope that we really can um, just give praise to the one who is worthy of it, because surely he is.